0: Train your body with the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. With so much traveling going on between Thanksgiving and New Year's, And you think to yourself, well, I'm going on a trip and I really, really don't want to get sick because I want to be healthy for my trip. But the germs are everywhere. And in a later segment, we're going to talk about things you can do actually at the airport and the fitness centers. But before you even go to the airport or even while you're up in the big floating germ capsule, what can you do to keep yourself just a little bit healthier? My guest today is Dr. Christopher George Berger. He's an exercise physiologist with Arizona State University. Welcome to the show, Dr. Berger. So let's talk about staying healthy. Let's start with before we go and getting ready for our trip. What can we do to stay healthy before we're getting ready for a trip?
1: Well, hi, Melanie. Thanks for having me. Uh, Wash your hands. Why don't you start with that? That's always an easy one. Uh, It prevents uh, disease transmission really well. But I think uh, one of the better answer I can give you has to do with planning your trip. When you think about health broadly, you have to associate health with your psychology as well, your behavior and how you're thinking. And uh, I don't think it's any secret that it's never been more stressful to fly. And so I think if you just think about your trip as one of those stresses in your life and you plan ahead accordingly, packing a snack, packing appropriate clothes, arriving in time, I think it makes a big difference in terms of your comfort level and how you perceive that travel.
0: That's true. So you want to wash your hands.
1: You want to try and keep your immune
0: system. I mean, that's so important, and keeping your immune system strong. So where does exercise and diet fit into that?
1: It uh, fits in very strongly. So uh, recently I took a trip to Brazil. And uh, one of the things that I did was I packed a little lunch on my way to the airport, and I thought it was silly at the time because they feed you even in you know a coach class, economy class, uh, they'll they'll give you an, they'll give you a meal on the airplane. And so I just thought it was a little extraneous on my part. But what I didn't think about was the fact that I didn't leave right away, and so I sat at the airport at Washington Dulles International, and I got hungry. And so I was so thankful that I brought something to eat. Hey, you got to feed your immune system, and so a uh, really good antioxidant. Foods like oranges and citrus, and uh, uh, you know even cereal bars that are high in selenium. Those are great ways to feed your immune system. And so I can't tell you that I can't I can't prove to you that it'll prevent you from getting sick. But I was sure glad to have that meal uh, while I was waiting before I even boarded the airport and had a meal. Um, aside from that, I think that um, you do need to be physically active. I just read a paper earlier this morning that talked again about uh, uh, traveler's embolism and this deep vein thrombosis that we've talked about before, and uh, it's very clear from this new paper that immobility and uh, your inability to move uh, makes a big difference as to whether or not you're going to get one of these clots. So uh, in summary, uh, pack something to eat that's healthy, high in antioxidants, and uh, get moving.
0: Now, what about people like to take a lot of vitamins before they're traveling so that they try not to get sick, vitamin C, and they load up on vitamin D, or maybe they take airborne for the week before? What do you think about that? What do you tell people when they ask you about that?
1: Well, I got sick a couple years ago, and I got to thinking about things that I could do from a nutritional perspective to prevent something like that from happening. Read the literature, and I found that there is some evidence that suggests that, uh, you know, the antioxidants, vitamins A, vitamin C, vitamin E, um, I've mentioned uh, selenium, but you can also throw uh, zinc in there, a mineral in there as well, um, as having some weak evidence or some, some evidence to suggest that it might uh, change the course of the duration of a cold once you get a virus. Um, so I don't think there's anything wrong with having a supplement um, as long as it's modest. And I certainly don't think there's anything wrong with eating citrus and, and uh, enriched cereal bars. But I, I think that sometimes the general public probably goes a little overboard with respect to uh, some of the supplements and vitamins that they take. I can't tell you that there's a whole heck of a lot of evidence out there that shows that these megadoses are doing any good. So, uh, you know, Regular eating, normal nutrition. Uh, If you want to pop an airborne or a a, you know a modest uh, vitamin or mineral supplement, I don't see any harm in that. Um, It's it's the virus that you don't get. It's the virus that you fight off that you never realized that makes the difference. And so I I just don't think it's harmful at all.
0: And you mentioned deep vein thrombosis. So when we're in the airplane itself, getting up, moving around, hydration so important. What if you're stuck in the middle seat? It's kind of hard to get up and move around.
1: It is, and the airlines are not going to want me to say this, but you got to do it anyway. Um, sometimes I'm convinced that in domestic flights, uh, one of the reasons why they give you anything to drink at all, so they can keep that cart in the aisle and keep you in your seat, I'm convinced of that. Um, but you got to do it anyway, because this paper that was published here last year, Aerospace Medical Association uh, strongly suggests that immobility is a, is a risk factor for uh, uh, a traveler's embolism, which, by the way, is not very common. This is, a, this is a rare occurrence, and there are other factors that predispose people to these uh, blood clots, but um, it's pretty clearly the case that you can't keep people in these small seats for extended periods of time and expect them to be healthy. So the light goes on. You know, you, you kind of take a chance with the flight attendant, but they're under federal law to tell you to be in your seat. Um, there's very little that they can do to actually enforce that. So get up, walk around, uh, be quick about it, but get moving.
0: Yeah, it's it's really important. And if you can, just to keep your legs moving, even if you can't always get up, if the cart is in the middle or something, and you just have to keep your legs moving, even just calf raises or lifting and lowering your legs, any of that sort of thing. Now, what do you think about carrying hand sanitizer around with you everywhere? And sometimes even you see people on the planes with little masks on.
1: I do see that, Um, and I think there's a good point to be raised with that. Generally, in the airplane, air is circulated uh, very frequently. It's surprisingly clean air. However... Because of the small seats and because of your proximity with other passengers, uh, that's really where the risk of disease transmission comes in. So, you're sitting next to somebody who has a cold or some other flu virus, something like that, and because you're close to them, you know, you can't escape those water droplets when they sneeze, and so you are at risk uh, for getting that uh, disease by basis of proximity. So, if you want to go ahead and do the mask, feel free. If you want to do the hand sanitizers, I've gotten, I've read mixed things about the efficacy of those hand sanitizers, but as I stated at the the start of this interview you wash your hands and you try to avoid don't travel when you're sick if you can help it and uh uh, you know do your best to stay hydrated and keep your immune system healthy best advice i can give you
0: well, it is, and also the the junk, the food that they feed you on the plane. Better to bring your own, as you say, the you know, good immune-fighting foods. Maybe bring carrot sticks and celery sticks or nuts and seeds and dried fruit, things that you can bring on the plane because whatever they're handing out, a, bo- a you know bag of sun <laughs> chips or something like that, exactly. isn't going to do much to help you. And we haven't really spoken about hydration. People like to drink on the airplane, Dr. Berger. Oh, and sure. you know, I'm kind of afraid of flying myself, so I I do like to have my Bloody Mary when I get on. <laughs> but hydration is so important.
1: Well, get a window seat and enjoy the view. You're going to see some geography that can't come from a textbook. So just relax and enjoy the flight. But um, hydration is really important. And you're right. When we talk about hydration, it's not uh, it's it's not a Bloody Mary per se, but um, you know hey, you that has bring...
0: vegetables in it.
1: And tomatoes are very high in lycopene. I I get it. It's very good
0: for you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, you know one of the things that i i recommend is i like citrus fruits i like bringing a grapefruit or an orange a nice big navel orange with me plenty of vitamin c we talked a little bit about antioxidants um, the citrus fragrance makes an airplane smell much nicer if you ask me but um, the citrus fruits uh, big grapefruits and oranges these nice valencia oranges that you get this time of the year they're real juicy and so they can hydrate you as well so don't underestimate uh, the power of your snack to rehydrate you as well carbohydrate rich foods are often very hydrating too.
0: That's a great idea. Really, it is. And I imagine your neighbors aren't going to be as upset with you opening an orange or a grapefruit and that smell, (laughs) which does make it smell nice as opposed to polishing your nails on the plane. So about 30 seconds, Dr. Berger, wrap it up for us.
1: Well, I think that uh, my original advice to you at the start of this call, at the start of this interview, involves uh, just being just being prepared. Just understand that uh, though the skies are clear and though you're flying on a reputable airline, and you might even be on a direct or nonstop flight, uh, you don't anticipate anything. But boy, it's an unpredictable environment these days with air travel. So pack a snack. Uh Get yourself into the mental state that you are going to be in a maybe stressful environment and I look forward to your destination, especially if it is a beachy, sunshine, palm tree destination. time.
0: great advice and stress. Also a contributor to that autoimmune situation. Cortisol never does anybody any good. So keeping healthy while you travel, that's what it's all about. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening. Stay well.